Master Tavern Keeper's History of the Old World. And so, that was a skirmish at Dungle Hill. Victory for those allied against Macdeath, and the death of the Dark Mage, Ian McCrecker, at the hands of his halfling. By the way, did Rabies survive the battle? Ah, oh, he did indeed, and eventually ended up in the settlement of Bolahat. He first went on to become a, a renowned baker, and then later a very influential community leader. Ah, excellent. That is the sort of happy ending I like to hear. But what about the cost in blood for Donald Bain and his allies that day? Was the butcher's bill for their victory steep? Oh, well, there had been losses for sure, but they'd been surprisingly light considering. The blessings of some deity or other were uh, definitely upon the venture. And what of the treasure chests that had been hidden in the burning windmill? Oh, yes remembered. Well, the gold was apparently recovered, although the uh, the chests themselves didn't survive the blaze, as you could imagine. Well, at least that was some recompense for the dwarves. So, what came next? The road to Runcenane, the castle of Macdeath, now seems clear, but if I recall correctly from the play, there is still one part of the puzzle missing. What of Clint Eastwood? What? You can't mean the, uh, the knife for hire, Klimt Eastford, the uh, infamous mercenary? Ah, no, 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 no. Not him. I meant the wood, as in a forest. The forest of old Clinty, over there in Albion. Oh, yeah, I see. My mistake, the master tavern keeper. Please forgive oh, me. Oh, but they do sound the same there, uh, Heinrich, so I shouldn't worry too much. But uh, in response to your question, master tavern keeper, indeed, that is where our story leads us next. And specifically to the glade of Bowling Glen, deep within the forest, just south of the castle of Macdeath there. The glen was the meeting point for the winding road from Winwood, and the track coming from the nearby settlement of Dongle Hill. This was the natural place for the forces of the heir, Donalbane, and the clansmen of his tricksy ally, Julia McEwman, to muster. It's also here that the Alliance made their final preparations for the uh, push onto the castle, but the ancient wood had a surprise in store for those who opposed the king. Mirgre, Mirgre, please tell me, old friend, have the McHumans arrived yet? For the whiskey is almost at an end. <coughs> Aye, my lord, they reached our camp. An hour ago, Julia's in high spirits, having laid her rivals low. This news gladdens my bosom. Now we can make our final push. Let's string our bows and sharpen our blades and prepare for the ambush.
The trees, the trees, the trees, my lord. The trees have come to life. Look, yonder five are in the camp. It one no doubt bend strife. Greetings, man-things. The sudden appearance of the treemen sent the camp into a panic, with men racing to grab their weapons, don their armour and the like, whilst their uh, leaders shouted a confusion of orders, all of which were thankfully ignored. But it was the slow, deep voice of the lead treeman, Clinty, his gnarled bark stretching and cracking as he spoke, that caused everyone to stop. My lord Prince Donalbane, I cannot say if what this thing speaks is true, but it'd be folly to waste our men on these if by talk's intentions we can construe. Aye, so speak, Treeman. What do you want? You have the ears of the air. You know that we were opposed to Macduff and intend to march upon his lair. I am Clinty, and this wood is mine. For over two thousand years have I and my kin lived here. In peace and tranquility, we have slept and rested, drifting into the myths of human things. But now is the time to arise, for our peace has been Shattered. Orcs burn and hack at my people using their timber flesh to make their instruments of Now, upon hearing this statement, there was much discussion amongst the leaders of the Alliance. Arcus Argyll, the leader of the dwarves, was against the idea. He claimed he had a secret way into the castle and that they didn't need the help of a, a bunch of a creaky old shrubs, as he called them. The clan laird, Doco McCooligan, 
also had his own plan to break in. And so he too was against the um, the treatment getting involved in their plot. However, Julia McEwman was all for the idea, as was Dart, the Earl of Harkness, and Murgray, the magician. Donald Bain decided to go with the majority, and the aid of the treatment was accepted. Oh, yeah. And uh, so what was the plan? How was these uh, Tremen going to help the Alliance get into the castle? Ah, well, now this is the cunning part. For Clint, he told the leaders of the Alliance that many of the trees in his ancient wood were once sentient creatures, just like him, that had roamed the old forest of the island. But as the years had gone by, they each had become more and more uh, sedentary and eventually stopped moving altogether, coming to rest in his wood and placing themselves into the care of Clinty and his treemen, and uh, slipping into dormancy, let's say. It was this season of rest that the orcs and goblins of Macdeath had disturbed with their blades, fire and blood, and it was this that had stirred Clinty to seek revenge. The treemen offered to awaken his charges and bring the whole wood to the gates of Runcenane. Amongst the cover of the marching trees, the forces of the Alliance, too, could get all the way up to the castle, unobserved. It was uh, too tempting an opportunity to pass up. But uh, you said that both uh, Doko Makulagun and uh, Arkazagul also had ways of getting into the castle. What were these, then? Ah, indeed. Well, the Makulagans had brought along the dray, carrying the twelve kegs of whiskey that they'd stolen from the Maltman of Loch Lorm after the massacre. Doko intended to use the uh, now empty barrels to smuggle 12 of his men into the main courtyard and ensure that the small gate, known as the, the Sallyport Gate, was open. He and the rest of his men would be waiting outside this gate. Arkers Argyll, on the other hand, and the few remaining dwarf minders, had a different route into the castle. Long ago, Macdeath had paid the dwarf to build an escape tunnel from the castle cellars into a nearby glade. Zargul intended to use this to enter the castle. He told Donald Bain of his plan in secret and encouraged him to come with the dwarves. This would take them straight into the dungeon and the place where they were most likely to find Donald Bain's kidnapped younger brother, Prince Charles. Donald Bain agreed, but insisted that Murgray, John Quickshire and his squire, Sandra Pangle, Dart and the surviving knights of Harkness also accompany them. Arker, uh, begrudgingly agreed. Donald Bain also had another route in, for he had spies in the court of Macdeath who had guaranteed that the main gate would be open, and so he bade the McEwmans and the Treemen to storm the castle from there. But uh, Julia McEwman, whilst allowing her clansmen to deploy there, herself refused and said that she would accompany the prince in using the uh, secret tunnel. She also brought along the, uh, the brute, Fergus, and her bodyguard, Yorickson. And so, with that, gentlemen, I think that the stage is set for the final battle at Runsanine Castle.